Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right now, an update on what's going on business-wise in Columbus. Columbus Business First and Mark Summerson joins us. Made it through another week, me amigo. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, thanks. Uh, your phone call uh, Friday mornings is the only way I know it is a Friday. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you mean Doug doesn't uh, whip you every day? Hey, it's Monday. Where's my stories? Hey, we got to get to press and get all that stuff going. We have no idea what day of the week it is anymore. We just churn it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose as long as you're churning it out, you're hitting your marks. So life is not exactly. so bad. I tell you, uh, you know, the big bud story. I would say, and not only in Columbus but around the Midwest, uh, you know, Big Ten football. Uh, you know, canceled fall, maybe play in the spring. That remains to be seen. There seems to be a lot of naysayers and all that. But the uh, the stark fact is Saturdays are open uh, for a lot of people now when we used to sit down and watch the Scarlet and Gray. But business, my gosh. I mean, you talk about the implications for the university and what football revenue means for other sports and the university at large. But then you start to look around Columbus and you think, holy smokes, there's going to be a lot of people not in the campus area, not coming into town for games, not eat, drinking, and being merry. Uh, this is a bigger story than just Ohio State football. Yeah, Ohio State is tied so in- intrinsically into the central Ohio economy that when something as large as, as OSU football, which for the university itself brings in $115 million a year, um, it, it affects everything. So people who, who rent their houses for Airbnbs during those weekends, the hotels that fill up with, with visiting uh, fans, it, it, you name it, the restaurants in and around uh, the campus area that fill up, um, all of the takeout places. I mean, it's just one thing after another. And the ripple effect from something as large as Ohio State to the rest of the economy is humongous. And, you know, I mean, I just think about walking down Lane Avenue, um, you know, when we're getting ready for our bash pre and post and, you know, you got the guys selling Buckeye necklaces, uh, you got the food carts, um, there's parking. I mean, there's, there's so much stuff. If you just stop and think, uh, a lot of dollars change hands that just flat won't be changing hands this year. Yeah. I have a feeling this is the same at most of the big 10 schools and, and most of the college football campuses. They do a, a big business during football Saturdays. Um, maybe not in Ann Arbor, who knows, but in Columbus, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Even though football is not on, the hate for the team up north will continue. So, I mean, how, how far-reaching is it? I mean, you know, you think about Ohio Stadium and then, you know, maybe a half-mile, three-quarter mile ring uh, where, you know, most of the people, whether you got a ticket or not, that's that's kind of, you know, the tailgaters and and all that kind of stuff. But I'm, I, I got to believe even like, you know, downtown restaurants, hotels, uh, airport. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's got to be implications way farther than just, you know, right down there in the campus area. Oh, there certainly is. It, it, it goes all the way through central Ohio and, and outside of there where people who make huge plans on Saturdays either to watch it at home with friends 
airports tailgate at the university without actually going into the into the uh, stadium or those who do go and then eat out and stay in a, in a nice hotel for the weekend um, and and then go out for a meal afterwards it's just one thing after another and you know the, the industry especially the restaurant industry the hotel industry in particular have been so hard hit that this is just one more insult this that that you know they're, at this point they're all wondering what when the next shoe is going to drop and you know this was such a heavy shoe to, to fall and, yeah. and it just did well yeah i can remember uh this is probably going back to the uh early 90s uh you know met some buds uh and we went down we were at the game in about third quarter uh the guys start having this conversation it's okay we want to go get something to eat after but we probably don't want to eat right here because it'll be crazy crowded so in the day, so we decided we're going to jump out on 315, uh, run up to Kenny and hit TGI Fridays, which ended up being a pretty good call because it was close enough but far enough, if you know what I'm saying, and all that. Oh, yeah. So that's, you know, when you think it through, you know, uh, really the implications of all those people coming in for a game and then jettisoning back out, you know, maybe you live in Madison County. You're not going to eat right in Columbus, but you're probably yep. going to stop somewhere, uh, gas up, grab a bite so you know those dollars just aren't going to be spent this year oh yeah so a typical fan that buys a ticket so you're you're sending that money to the university then you buy uh your concessions which gives even more money to the stadium and the university then you stop for gas like you said um then you find a restaurant somewhere in central ohio to stop you just keep spending money on those days so out of pocket for the consumer for an event like that is, is could be fairly hefty but it means a lot to the local economy and they're just not going to see that this fall yeah and i mean i don't know if you if you followed through and like hey people aren't spending money on a b and c like normal so you know what is d e and f uh, you know, what we hear uh, from our clients, from from talking to people in Columbus, uh, a lot of home improvement. Uh, people are spending money, uh, you know, interior of the house because that's where your face is and that's what you see. So you're like, I need to upgrade the furniture or the bathroom or the kitchen or whatever. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, we know gardening is off the chart. Uh, you talk to uh, landscapers, you talk to garden centers. Uh, people are spending lots of time and money. Uh, on that, I even had a report earlier this morning that mattress sales are way up, and not just the basic now. You know, those adjustable things. Uh, people are like, hey, if I'm going to be at home, I want to make sure I'm comfortable. Yeah, we're in the same boat. We've we've been working on uh, the house. I've been at home since March. My wife went back to the office uh, last month, but we looked around the house and started spending lots and lots of money to make improvements. <laughs> but you know, we're saving money on other things. Yeah. Why not? doing certain spending so it kind of makes sense for us yeah well i think it makes sense for a lot of people mark anyway we're talking to mark summerson from columbus business first uh so you know other things going on uh you know we talked i think it was either last week or two weeks ago about the sheets phenomena people uh, that know sheets love sheets uh, but they're getting a little opposition up in worthington hills what gives yeah, there's only been love for sheets in the past couple of months as they announced their entrance into the central Ohio market. And they picked out about a half a dozen sites, and they've been welcomed with open arms by fans who just love these gas and convenience stores. But Worthington Hills, not so much. Not so much. Why? Well, it's funny, because the Franklin County Commissioners had a meeting this week. It wasn't even on the agenda. They were talking about signs at the Worthington in the Worthington Hills area by Hills Market. And it came up, uh, this was a virtual meeting, so there were lots of residents who were online um, and on camera, and they just are going crazy about it. There's people protesting out front 
They say that the water system, which is right, it's right along the river there in Worthington Hills, could be affected if there's a gas leak. Um, they say that there'd be too much traffic and that, you know, there could be pedestrians at, at risk. They just don't want this gas station there. So Sheets is probably shaking their heads saying we've never had this kind of opposition before. And now the Franklin County commissioners, even though it wasn't on the agenda, are telling the developer, Continental, to meet with the residents and try to work something out. So any kind of um, any kind of timeline on uh, when that, that workout might come? No. I mean, they just said set this up so they're going to have to meet and try to appease the folks who live in Worthington Hills huh. and see if this thing can get built. But, you know, there are plenty of other spots around central Ohio that would love to have a Sheets there because yeah. they know it, it, it brings a lot of people in. Well, but, I mean, Sheets clearly has identified that as an area they'd like to be. Uh, and, you know, whether it's just, you know, good zip code, good money, good people, what? Yeah. So, um, you know, hey, we're hungry for you, but they might not be hungry for you. <laughs> yeah, not in my backyard. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Uh, Mark, um, I, I saw a report that, that seems to have big implication. You know, you, you talk about malls and, uh, you know, whether people are still shopping brick and mortar or doing an awful lot online. You know, there's been businesses that have pivoted to, to accommodate that online stuff. Uh, but some of the big, you know, kind of anchor type stores, uh, not so much. Then came this story about Amazon. Uh, and I think it was specific to Sears and J.C. Penney locations that they might use them as fulfillment type centers. Uh, what do you know about that for uh, Columbus? Yeah, the Wall Street Journal uh, reported that Simon Property Group, which owns a bunch of malls, is working with Amazon to turn some of these old Sears and J.C. Penney stores into fulfillment centers, which makes perfect sense. They have all of these empty giant department stores. Amazon is looking for, to build new fulfillment centers, but if they could actually put them into space that is actually there, it might make sense. So uh, Simon is not really talking about it. They had a uh, uh, meeting with analysts not long ago and said, you know, we're not going to talk about the rumors, but it does make sense. And we have a couple of, we have a Simon property here in town, of course, <clears throat> and there are empty Sears and J.C. Penney's, and malls are looking for any way to turn some of that empty space into, into rent. Uh, so they're really looking at, at, at this idea, and it could be interesting. And as you know, Amazon is just building like crazy, so it makes sense for them. It makes sense for the malls that are hurting already. Yeah. And, you know, this could be a whole new future for the way that we shop and the way that uh, companies are looking to fill different spaces. Yeah, and, and play that through for me, uh, because I, I would think initially that if you are one of the other tenants in the mall, you might not love this, but... Uh, the way I understand it, uh, if these are fulfillment centers, people actually come there to pick their stuff up, or or is it a delivery hub? Because if people are coming there to pick stuff up, then now you're probably talking about increased foot traffic, which means if I'm a tenant there, that's what I want. Yeah, it could be curbside pickup and all sorts of other fulfillment options. So it would increase traffic to the place, and it's never good to have empty spots no. in the mall. People notice that. The, the consumers that walk through are saying, you know, why is this empty? Uh, what's happening with this mall. So I think that other uh, tenants are going to want to see something in there and to have a vibrant, growing uh, community within it. And, you know, this is just one way that they may do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, if it's if it's feet walking into the mall space to pick something up, uh, if I'm another tenant, I'm like, yeah, giddy up. But if it's exactly. if it's all outside the building, I don't know if it really helps me that much. Right, right. But who knows? People might want, because they're there, they might want to stop in and see something else. Yeah. So. I would think that malls are hurting so much right now, just like all of the other segments of the economy, that they're looking for some sort of new idea. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.